Repent! I will not repent. Greetings! It is I, the Count. The Count. They call me the Count because I love to count things. In fact, I am looking for some things to count right now. You can be all sensible and organized together and make lots of lists. Make, 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 make lists. All right. It is now time for me to tell you my list and not feel sorry about it. Because I am the unrepentant list man. This week, what I have prepared for you is my top 10 supernatural episodes. Yes, that Eric Kripke show that is now in its 10th season has already been renewed for an 11th season. Mm -hmm. And while I would like to say that it's not quite going as strong as it once was, it's still a good watch and better than most other things out there on the Teletubby these days. All right. Are we ready? Mr. Jeffrey, as Jimmers has never seen Supernatural, and he is tapping out and not paying attention. Shame. Does talk about Supernatural. Shame. All right. Um, well, let, let me set you a little background here, Jeffrey. Uh, was I the one who turned you on to Supernatural? You were the one. Or that were turned- you already watching it? The, the the phone cut out. It sounded like was I was was I the one that turned you on? Like I hope, um, I hope you're talking about supernatural because well, yes, you did. We all you know are, that that's the case. <laughs> you, you are the one that turned me on to supernatural. Okay, okay, so I, I can take some credit for that then. Awesome, yes. or some blame. I, and, I don't know. And, and Smallville. Last few seasons. And Smallville. Oh, I, I actually have to apologize for that one because I kind of. I, I, I liked Smallville. I I've I had my moments with that show and and they're gone now. You borrowed um, the tenth anyway, season for me. That's true. That's true. And that was just because I was finishing it out of spite more than because I was actually interested in it. I know. Like what you're, you're nine, you're nine season it, you seasoned in, you're going to finish it. Even if you hate it. It's like when I read, read Stephen King's it, like by the time you're in 980 pages, you got to finish the last 500, even Holy though it's the most shit tastic thing you've ever read. I didn't know that that was that long. Holy shit. I, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but okay, sadly okay. not very much. All right. So uh, no, super. no, it, re- it really is over a thousand pages. Anyway, super uh, um, let me set you a little context here. Uh, the wife and I, we go through these bouts, and this is before really the true advent of Netflix and how it's sort of taken over a lot of watching habits. Uh, the wife and I, 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 I want to posit that we invented binge watching. We used to go to the Blockbuster. Remember those places? The Blockbuster video? Ooh. My wife and I used to do that as well. All right. Well, we used to go and like, like, oh, we need a show to watch and just sit there and watch. And of course, we weren't calling it binging. We're like, uh, we just need a show to watch and just sit there and watch it all day. And that's what we used to do. We did that and, with Lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think actually Lost is what the very first show we actually did, in fact, binge watch by getting it at uh Yeah, same, same here. Anyway, uh, I remember one day we were at the Target and Supernatural was on sale season one for $19.99. I'm like, you know what? It looks cool. I like creepy shit. Let's watch this. And uh, ever since then... I have been an ardent fan, and I know there are, there's a lot of things you could probably make fun about as far as my uh, loves and fandoms go. Uh, Supernatural definitely is beloved by a lot of the young female population, but you know what? This is the unrepentant list man, Jeffrey. Hey, I'm not going to make I any thought, apologies that I love Supernatural. I thought that first season was probably the the creepiest. 
Other than that. Uh, as far as Creek Factor, oh, definitely. In fact, some of my uh, top episodes are, in fact, from that season. Anyway, <clears throat> I, I think most of my, my actually top, my top 10 episodes I'm going to read you off here are, in fact, from the seasons one through five. Uh, I don't think there are any else from the newer set of seasons. Like I said, it's yeah, not that I'm a little behind, it's bad. So. It's just not as good. As far as, oh, so, yeah, you know what? I haven't actually watched season 10 at all because I want to go back and binge watch all of season 10 at some point when it's out on DVD or whatever. All right. Number 10. The episode is entitled, it's actually a two-parter, All Hell Breaks Loose. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Um, Is that the one where um they shoot yellow eyes? Uh, that is the okay. uh the climax of the second part of that episode the first part is where sam is lost you know he's been transported to the middle of nowhere and it's just that one girl from ginger snaps left over and you <laughs> find out that she's gone bad and then the one african-american soldier guy shoots sam and we think he's dead and then of course we get to the next second part of the episode and it's the climax of that storyline and there are a few reasons why i'm putting it in my top 10 number one is it really does tie up that story arc very well but what i actually like more is you learn later on in the seasons that that was only a mini story arc like that was just the precursor for what is to come you thought that was the big mamma jamma and you you find out that it wasn't so i, I love the fact that you know you think it's wrapping up the first two seasons in a neat little bow. Uh, in fact, there's three more se- seasons of mayhem to come. Yeah. All right. Anything we can say about all hell breaks loose? Um, I liked it. And, uh, you know, I liked the Gin- ginger snaps movies. So you know, yes. it was nice. It was nice seeing her in those. Indeed. Indeed. All right. My number nine favorite supernatural episode is the one that is entitled monster movie. I know you know which one I'm talking about. Um, let me see. Monster. Don't don't disappoint me. Monster. Oh, is that black the, is, and white? Oh, is oh shit. Wait, hold on. <laughs> is that the one where it's the 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 uh, skin changer with any yes, uh, and he's doing all you know he's he's Dracula and he's all the other yes <laughs> yes. Okay, that one's really good. Yes, agreed. That move that that movie that episode is definitely one of the most brilliant. Isn't fil- it's filmed in black and white and it's and it's uh you know supposed to evoke. All of these past universal monsters of old that this changeling has come to love, and he's trying to uh, uh, fall in love with the town hottie, I guess. And Sam and Dean are posing as FBI agents, as they usually do. As they usually do. And yes, and they uh, have to take out who you know they think is this this cadre of monsters, like you you know Monster Squad. Uh, when in fact it's just the one guy, and uh, the one guy actually pulls off some other characters really well. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a brilliant episode all around and I have a lot of love for that one. Anything we can say about that one? Um I just like that he ah, he was still a monster but he didn't seem as monstrous as some of the monsters. No, he's, although he's he was a he was definitely a murderer. Yeah, he was he's Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's like you'd be a nice guy if you just fucking stop killing people, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. Oh. <laughs> It makes me wonder what else we could, we could have done with that. But it was a great episode. Self-contained, of course. Did not have anything as far as the uh, greater story arcs is concerned. And in, in fact, I would contend that the best super, supernatural episodes are the ones that stand alone. Yes. Uh, with a few exceptions. Yeah. That's, All right. And earlier on, they seem to have a lot more of those one, one-offs. 
one-offs, yeah. Uh, the next one is called The Real Ghostbusters. I might have to remind you which this one is. Yes, please. Okay. Well, of course, this is hearkening to the 80s cartoon that I do, in fact, like to this day. Uh, but anyway, this is the one where uh, they are with Chuck at the Supernatural Convention. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, okay. It's it's uh, season five, and it's sort of like a, a whoa, wait a minute kind of moment. Because season five, you know, it's, it's definitely barreling downhill to that climax with Lucifer. But uh, I love that episode for a variety of reasons. Uh, it's pretty well self-contained, although there are a few, you know, greater hints of what's and going on. And there was a twist. The, you know, the greater story. There was a twist. There's, there's definitely a twist, and I'm not going to say anything about it, because I would love to encourage people to watch it that haven't. Uh, wait, what are you going to say about the twist? Well, I guess since you don't want to say what it was, I won't say anything. Uh, oh. I was just going to oh. spoil it for everybody, that's all. Well, I mean, is, is it really spoiling? I mean, it's like, what, five years old now? <laughs> Almost six? I just like, Go and say it. Go and say it. I just like that the, it was the whole time they were trying to make it out to be this the teacher of these, or the watcher of these kids. That was the, This woman was the bad guy, but it turned out it was the, the kids. The kids. The evil little oh, fox. Yeah, that's not- yeah, that, that yeah, that I, I guess that wasn't that big of a twist. Uh, I, I actually love the uh, <laughs> the guys who were pretending to be Sam and Dean during <laughs> this investigation, uh, and that you find out that they're boyfriends. Yes, yes, I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, that, that's funny because it, it's it's a great one. It's a great meta moment because you know if you've read or even heard of some of the fan fiction out there, they they time and again. Make reference to the uh, incestual fan fiction between even in the show, yeah, even in the show. Yeah, as I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, good stuff. All right, number seven. Uh, you should remember this one. This one is also one of my all-time favorites. Stands alone, doesn't have anything to do with the greater story arcs, but it's called a very supernatural Christmas. I watch it every Christmas now. Oh, oh, so do I. It's a Christmas tradition around the uh, Buchacha household. Uh, anyway, uh, I love the fact that it sort of takes place where you and I both grew up. And I love the, uh, you know, leave it to Beaver uh, hidden darkness be- behind it. And, of course, you find out who the villains are. And it's it definitely threw me for a loop, but it's also just hilarious and funny. And what actual town, one of my favorite, what was the actual town it was supposed to be in? Uh, I think it was actually in Southeast Michigan, but ah. uh, don't quote me on that. It, I mean, like I want to say Saginaw, but I know that the, uh, the one kid that Dean, uh, Dean, that Sam had to go track down because he's having visions of him killing his father. And then the mother, the stepmother, I should say, remember that? I think that was actually Saginaw. So, it's around there anyway. Okay. Um, there we go. Uh, speaking of, of of throwbacks to uh, Michigan, I think the show mentions Michigan a lot because one of the executive producers, Mick G, is from our neck of the woods. Uh, in fact, our own hometown was even mentioned in one of the episodes of season what season eight now. Their depiction by name. Their depiction of Glen Oaks was hilarious. To anyone who's actually oh, it, it was, there. It's like, God damn, I wish I would have gone to that Glen Oaks. That looks nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? But uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's a show. It's where they actually find Kevin's girlfriend, wasn't it? Yeah. She's going to that yes. school. Okay. Yeah. It just, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, you're watching TV and they're like, oh, Centerville, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, did they say Centerville? Yeah, that was it. Glen Oaks uh, University. So, 
Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even think they mentioned the college, but there's only one tiny little community college there. And uh, I don't frankly, think there are any I think Kevin can do better. I'm just going to throw that out there. And there, I don't think there are any dorms. And, uh, and there are there are no dorms. There I are also no think coffee that, uh, shops or places to eat. No, <laughs> it's a, you drive there, you go to school, then you take your ass back home. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, we don't want that reality, Jeff. I mean, come on. They were even taking a bus to Centerville. Please. <laughs> anyway. Okay. That has nothing to do with this episode of Very Supernatural Christmas. Like I said, it's a great self-contained episode that uh, definitely bears watching as a traditional thing. All right. Excited number about six. The next one. Oh. I, I, yeah. You should be excited because this one is Mystery Spot. <laughs> Why are you so excited about that one? It's just the one. Well, because he dies over and over and over. And over. It, it is the uh, Groundhog Day of the Supernatural franchise. Yes, yes, we acknowledge that. In fact, they acknowledge that within the episode uh, that it's like Groundhog Day, and every morning Dean wakes up to uh, Asia's heat of the moment, and uh, the ways in which Dean is killed. Uh, range from the absolutely inexplicable to the utterly hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I like the one of the, like, the uh, dog, the cute little dog that looks harmless. Oh, yes. hi, how you doing? <laughs> uh, and then like, oh, I'll take the bacon burger. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't even show him dying. You just, like as soon as he orders it, it's like, oh shit, that's it. He's dead. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's a very smart, savvy episode. Oh, and, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. it, it's sort of funny how like, I think what, one, I have two. Of these episodes on here actually feature the uh, trickster. Well, we of do course. find out trickster's who awesome. we do find out is Gabriel. Uh, his true Gabriel. identity. Well, he's not just Gabriel. Gabriel. He's also Loki. Uh, oh, he yeah, was given yeah. that job as a witness relocation for uh, uh, the angel gig, I guess. And <laughs> I, you know, I, I really like the first episode with it, the trickster, where he's you know he. he uh, basically kills the college professor having an affair with students or whatever. Uh, which, and which, you have like no idea who he is. Which episode point. is the mystery spot? The one where the, the, the lady's husband get, gets killed by the Hulk. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the one where like the, like, uh, like the antichrist kid or something like that. Isn't it? Isn't it that one? Well, I know it's the trickster like, and, the, and the teddy bear. There's, isn't it the one with the teddy bear that has like, uh, he's like depressed. I thought it was. I thought it was an episode with the trickster in it, where the where the guy who had anger oh, it issues, might be where the guy who had anger issues gets killed by the Hulk. <laughs> I thought that's hilarious. Oh damn! What that's you know, that's actually an episode I would have probably liked to put in there is the one with the, the depressed teddy bear. That was a great episode. Oh. <laughs> anyway, he tries. Yeah, the, doesn't the teddy bear try to kill himself? But there's just fluff everywhere. Uh yes, yes that 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 was <laughs> that's the one. Uh, okay, so, you, you know anything else to say about the mystery spot though? Uh, well, I even liked, there's a part where you, you don't really know what's growing, going on chronologically. And I guess it's all one of those, uh, self-contained moments where like Sam actually goes off and does his own thing after Dean dies. Cause this is the, the same, uh, season in which the, you know, uh, Dean is on the countdown for his soul or whatever. And, um, you know, Sam goes off and starts being a hunter by himself for like the year or whatever. And then you have the trickster coming back to that moment or whatever. So it was good. It was good. And all right. Are we ready for the next one? Yes. Another good one. All right. This one is not their first appearance, but 
It is one of my favorite all-time episodes. This one is simply entitled Ghost, Ghost Facers. <laughs> ghost Facers, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, two ghost-hunting wannabes, and I absolutely love the fact that they're, on one hand, making fun of that entire genre of television, uh, which I find went ridiculous. through a period of fascination, but mostly, yeah, I just I've always find found it quite rude. ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Uh, anyway. If some, if anything was uh, actually ever found that was provable, it would be on the news. You wouldn't have to turn it into a show like that. No. No. <laughs> no. Is this, is this the one where they're in that house, where they're locked in that house? Yes, and they have the intern. Yes. And, and uh, he's making a birthday party for himself, the ghost is? Yes, 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 Out of yes. dead people? That's that's the one. And their intern gets murdered, and you find out that the intern had a uh, crush on one of the ghost facers. And I love the fact that uh, Sam and Dean are peripheral characters in this episode. Like, they just sort of come in because they've heard about what's going on in this house, uh, and they're very much portrayed as being on on the other side to our ghost facers, and even up to the conclusion. They're the muscle. Where, like, they had... Yeah, like they had this definitive proof of the ghosts and everything that went on, and then Sam and Dean uh, wipe EMP them. Yeah, I yeah, that. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, they they, they, they uh, did feel a little guilty about that, if I remember right. Right? Uh, I don't think so. I think they just laughed and like had a beer or something. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I remember thinking like, oh, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> and of course, you know, they show up ghost facers uh, talking about what douchebags they are. <laughs> Sam and Dean are later on in one of the season five episodes, but that one did not make the list, even though that one was a good episode. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The one um, where uh, Sam and Dean are living separate lives in, in like a high ride, like a skyscraper for some company. Oh, is that where they Sam's don't remember like tech anything? Support. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was, I liked like, that one. I liked that one too. That was a solid episode. And of course they look up the ghost facers online. Uh, I thought that was pretty brilliant as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next one, my number four is Swan Song. I'm having trouble remembering which one this is. So you have to which one? That is the finale of season five. Uh, and I, I chose it because I'm, I'm cheating on one hand because it does bring the entire five seasons to a close. It's the end of Eric Kripke's run on the show. But I also thought it was very smartly writ- written. Uh, I loved the, uh, the, you know, towards the climax where Chuck is talking about the Impala, and I thought that was brilliant, and it was oh, a, is, a, is a poignant and Sam a, a is, symmetry. Sam is beating the shit looking, out of Dean. Yeah, but we're talking about the Impala, and they look at the... Uh, he, he's talking about... He's remembering this action figure, a little army guy. How it's their he home. Got stuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and, that was good. Uh, like, that, that whole sequence where they... And, of course, it's just a big payoff. Did it actually make also, you emote? Did it? Did it actually make you emote a little? I I did feel feelings inside my feeling maker. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, those those can happen from time to time. From time to time. From time to time. Uh, but yeah, I just, and I and, you know I love what they did with Chuck and the conclusion as well, and the inference of who Chuck might be. I still say which, Chuck is God. I think a lot of people do, in fact, think that, uh, and I find that idea somewhat amusing. Uh, if it is in fact true. And I think that's really what Kripke, I mean, Kripke was trying to leave it open, uh, what your interpretation was, or he could have just been like Elijah and, you know, once his job was done, he disappeared. But anyway, it was, it was all very, very well done. And that's all I'm going to say about Swan Song. Are you ready for number three? Yep. All right. 
this goes back to two of my top three favorite episodes are actually from season one. Because like I said, what got me hooked on this series was overall the creep factor. Yes. And number three is Hell House. I think it's like episode 22-ish or whatever of season one. And do you remember this episode? Uh, not until you describe it. This is, I think this is the Topus episode. The what? Where the you know they, they have the uh, prayer symbol. Oh, it's the, channeling yeah, the Tulpa. The belief. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Tibetan. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I you know I loved how number one they're sort of acknowledging that this stuff sort of just exists because people believe it exists, and that that belief can shift and change depending on what that belief might be. I thought it was a very self-aware episode, and uh, it was creepy as which fuck. I obviously like that idea because I use I, I utilize it heavy in the book I'm writing. Indeed, indeed. And uh, I just, uh, it's <laughs> its the first appearance of the Ghostfacers as well. Can't yes, forget that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they, they do meet them, and uh, they, I, I they love offer a lot of hilarity. They do. They do, because they don't really know what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's a great episode, and I think I'm going to go on to the next one, which is, uh, according to Kripke, oh, when yeah. they interviewed him a few years back, they I think he actually had came out and saying that this was his favorite episode, but the episode is called changing channels so you remember you remember this one of course i remember that one <laughs> uh this is a season five episode in which sam and dean are stuck in various television shows uh, once again this is thanks to the trickster who is one uh, of my thanks thanks to the trickster who is one Absolutely. of my favorite all-time characters on the show uh you know what uh, i would even go forth and say he's probably one of my favorite characters yes period, as far yes. as television goes uh <laughs> well done well done anyway uh the changing channels uh, episode does feature Sam and Dean's descent, I should say, through several television shows. Into and madness. there are some sort of, yeah, yeah, there's some, uh, you know, backhanded references to like, uh, Grey's Anatomy. What was he called? Like Dr. Sexy MD? Yes. And how, like, like Dan's, Dan, Dan, how Dean is this, like, secret Dr. Sexy MD fan and <laughs> having to tell. Sam, what's all going on? We're like right down to the cheesy acting uh, that they have to do some, through some of the scenes. And uh, you know what? The, the the part where Sam has to do the herpes commercial. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I love that. I think yeah. I think that was when I was trying to convince uh, my wife to start watching Supernatural with me. I I yeah. I played her clips from that show, and that, I okay. think that was what helped her help convince her to watch supernatural in the first well, place she should have needed no convincing anyway no she uh, yeah, loves the episodes was, with the trickster too yeah that the, that that was the clincher for me and of course you don't find out who's really behind this the hijinks until uh towards the end when you find out the and trickster. the references to all the crappy 80s sitcoms <laughs> oh there, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> including yes. the the crappy yes. openings of all the uh know. right right no, no, no! It's, it's it's definitely a brilliant episode. Well done, well acted, hilarious. Uh, it's not very, it's not creepy at all. Uh, that's the no, one no, I no. Probably say, but well, I don't know that one where they're getting that one where, they, where they're on the Japanese game show and they or oh. a ball breaker, a ball buster. That was kind of creepy. Oh, that was uh, that's not creepy. That's just Japanese television. Kind of a sinking feeling in the you know in the groinal area. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> the, that's that's like the real fear. Anyway, <laughs> all right, all right. This is my number one favorite supernatural episode are you ready for this absolutely it's season one provenance this is the ep do you remember this episode not just yet okay this is hands down to me the scariest 
creepiest. Like to this day, it causes me to like look at the world a little differently, which you know they've done a good job. It's the episode where Sam and Dean are in New York and they basically they're trying to track down this painting that kills people. Oh, the, the little girl? Yeah, the little girl. The creepy little so, girl. Oh, that girl is so creepy. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. And of course, you think you think it's the dad. Yeah. Uh, through, through most of the episode, uh, but uh, you know they they burn the painting, and you're like, oh, it's done. Nope. Like everything about that episode is creepy, and I love it. And they brought and they you know the what was it the dolly hair was actually her the dead girl's hair. Yep. Yeah, which I also yeah, thought was brilliant. Also creepy that they used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Good stuff. So, you know, like I said, it causes me to look at paintings differently. You know, like I, I can be traveling in Europe and in uh, an art museum. Uh, this is the sad part of it. I got, you know, a few years ago, it's at the Uffizi in Florence, Italy. And some of that artwork, you know, it's Renaissance art. So it's, uh, has these very religious type themes. And some of those themes are very bloody. And so I'm just like looking at these things going, Oh dear God, what if that thing like came out at night and killed people? Uh, so yeah, that, that's that was my experience walking through the Uffizi was uh, thinking about the supernatural episode. Well, even even the, the painting, even people. scarier those those paintings didn't have to come out and kill people in the night. They encouraged people to kill in the day. Oh oh yeah oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Honorable mention for for creep factor the um, ha- has to be the one with the I think it was the very first episode the one with the mother. The, you know that would, you know she was hitchhiking and she'd kill people. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That was creepy. The woman in the woman in white. That's a good um, one. And the one uh, with the orchard and the scarecrow. Oh the scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. that, that I was, probably that wouldn't was, put in my top twenty, but that was good. No, it was creepy. It was creepy though. It was. Yeah, it's definitely creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely creepy. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap us up for this edition of the Unrepentant List Man. Jimmers, Jimmers, anything to say? Oh, oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right, we're out of here. Later.